we all make mistakes. Overeating is a popular one when we're talking about keto. Now, this could look like making more food than you need, finishing your children's plate, or even stealing a bit of non-keto food off someone else's plate. What you do after you make the mistake actually matters. So today we're answering the question, are you learning from your mistakes? Hello wellness warriors, welcome to mind-blowing health and wellness with Violet. I'm Violet, your keto psychologist, and the reason that I make these videos is because when your mental health and physical health are working well together, we have that overall sense of well-being. If you're working on this kind of stuff, subscribe. I make new videos every week. So let's imagine for a minute, if you're in a new relationship and that person calls you, but you don't call them back or you take a long time to call them, call them back, that can make the person annoyed. Now, if my friends, my family, everybody that knows me knows that Violet just doesn't return phone calls or it takes her a long time to return phone calls and they all accept this from me, you might expect this new person to accept that from you. But what if this new person finds that rude? Then not calling this person back is actually a mistake. How you manage mistakes and even understanding that it's a mistake matters. If you act like, well, this is me, love it or leave it, the person might actually leave. Even if you like this person, they might be gone. Because if you're not returning their calls, even if it's a core value of yours that I will do it at my pace and, and you can't tell me what to do, you not returning their call could leave this person feeling like you don't care, the relationship is unwanted, and they could even feel rejected. The issue is you're not allowing yourself to see that your friends, your family, they love you already. And even though you've adopted a way of being in the world that a vast majority of people might find rude, because they love you, they're accepting that, yeah, that's just how Violet is, right? So don't, don't take that personally, Violet never returns phone calls. Or don't take that personally, Violet's so busy, it takes her years to return phone calls. But in actuality, all the new people who come into your life, who are trying to be a spouse with you, don't know you that well. They're just trying to get to know you. And they're gonna have a hard time with that. They don't have the history of what a nice person she is, what a great person she is, how giving she is to fall back on. All they're seeing is that I called three times and I never got a call back or I got the call back two days later as if I'm not important. Such a simple action having such a huge impact, all of it possibly happening under the radar. The same way that stealing a french fry off my friend's plate, such a simple action, but what impact is it actually having on my healthy ketogenic lifestyle? Let's take a look at that. See, when I eat that french fry, my body's going to have a reaction. Am I seeing the reaction? Maybe. If you're violent, you're seeing the reaction like that night because my reaction to nightshades is through the roof. I have a nightshade, I'm inflamed. But that's violent. Maybe you're not going to react to the solanine, which I do. Maybe you're just going to react to the carbs, which I do. I have two reactions, but you might only have one. So what happens if you're only reacting to the carbohydrates? Let's take the solanines out of the story for a second. Did you know that four grams of potato, so French fries specifically, four grams of French fries is actually one gram of carbs? Okay. So that tells me very quickly that which, which, by the way, that's two french fries. What's the chances that I'm just going to steal one or two french fries? You know, if I'm sitting beside you and you're not reacting to me doing this, I might eat six, seven, eight. So I might get to four grams, five grams of carbs really quickly. And all of a sudden, I'm at 20, 25% of my daily intake by stealing under 10 or less fries from you. How is that going to affect my body? Because I'm still eating my meal. 
that seemingly small action has a huge impact on your carb count. And by the way, that was one gram of carb net, just for you to be clear on that. I've only got 20 grams of carbs to play with and I just gave one away. Am I tracking that? You see, this is the other thing that gets us into trouble, right? When we make mistakes, we usually make a bunch of them because that's the nature of making a mistake is that if I'm not paying attention to this, I likely won't pay attention to that. I'm really not paying attention. See, by overeating occasionally or eating things that are off plan occasionally, my body is still dealing with carbohydrates. Now we have the physical dealing with them. So I'm actually ingesting carbohydrates and then my body is having to manage that I'm going over because I'm tracking my food. And a lot of people at the beginning of the healthy ketogenic lifestyle keep themselves pretty close to the 20 grams because honestly, it takes a little while to get comfortable with eating the small amount of carbohydrates. And I say small because 300 grams to 20 grams. Yes, it seems small today to me, eating 20 grams of carbohydrates in one meal or in a day, even that seems a lot. But at the beginning of this process, to me, it seemed like a little bit. So if you're eating 20 grams and you're pretty close to your 20 grams on a regular basis, and then you allow yourself to steal something from someone else's plate that puts you over, you're probably going over by quite some amount. Here's the thing that puts you out of ketosis. Very likely. Here's the thing. Your body's reacting again. Here's the thing. You're storing fat again. Do you see what's happening? I want you guys to understand that these small mistakes that we're making, and they are, I mean, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, if one day I go over, it seems small, but if I went over and I kicked myself out of ketosis and now I got to do four days to get back in. Okay. Is it possible that within that next week, I might allow myself to steal something else because I'm not thinking this is a big deal. Maybe I'm scooping some ice cream for my kids and I take a bite. Maybe I'm making some pie for my kids. And I take a bite. Maybe I'm making some pasta for the, the, the company that came over and I take a bite. Maybe I'm doing a lot of things that I'm thinking are just small little things. It doesn't matter. But if I would actually calculate how many grams of carbs was in that bite I just took, I'm realizing that at the end of my day, I've kicked myself out because I'm still eating my 20 grams of carbs. These are the things that cause us not to attain the goals that we're trying to attain. We didn't understand when we were eating the standard American diet how detrimental carbohydrates are to our health. It's interesting to me that we can eat a very small amount of carbohydrates and gain weight. But at the same time, I understand it now because that's the way our body functions. And I need you guys to think about that because if I can eat this very small amount of carbohydrates and gain weight, then what that means is that every time I allow myself to indulge, so that little mistake I'm making, I'm gaining weight again. And if I do that enough times, in the course of a month, I'm not going to see the results that I want to see. I hear a lot of people talking about the idea that keto doesn't work, but it does. It works if you allow it to work. So now the problem is, is it the reality that keto is not working for me because I'm making these little mistakes that are kicking me out of ketosis and I'm doing them on a pretty regular basis because I just don't think that it matters that I had five chips. But when I actually calculate what those five chips are, it's like, whoa, how many carbs was that? that I just don't think it mattered that I bit a piece of my kid's chocolate bar. But when I calculate how much that was, whoa, how many carbs was that? Maybe I'm doing something that seems more safe, like I'm having fruit, but I'm not logging it. All these things that we don't log 
they're the mistakes that we're making that cause us to not achieve our goal and to believe that keto doesn't work, to believe that our health cannot improve, to believe that we need to suffer forever, to believe that there's nothing we can do about this, but there is something you can do about it. Number one, you need to allow yourself to notice when you're making a mistake. That's the only way you're going to be able to address the mistake, right? I need to notice it. Number two, you need to evaluate the impact of those mistakes on your health. So I actually have to calculate. If I ate it, I need to put it in my calculator. What did I just do? Everything you eat, you need to track, especially at the beginning. Everything. Track it so that you know how it's affecting you. Number three, you need to allow yourself to acknowledge the impact of what you just did on your goal, on your health, on your body. My body can only manage to have five grams of carbs circulating in it at any particular point in time. And that means that if I eat four grams of French fry, that's affecting the balance. That's a whole gram of carbs I've just ingested. It's affecting the balance. And, th and that's part of what's so important, guys, because if I would have acted like if eating some pasta wasn't affecting me, I never would have gone in and checked, well, how much is a bite of pasta, right? How much is a bite of chocolate? I never would have checked. Oh, it's just a little bite, whatever. It's because I checked that I knew, whoa, that's a lot of carbohydrates in that because I actually tracked everything. And when you do a bite of chocolate and realize that that was four or five grams of carbs right there, and that's going to take away 25% of what I can eat today, especially at the beginning, it changes the way that you're looking at food. Even today, two years later, I can't tell you the last time where I had any chocolate. Why? It's not worth it to me not to be able to have a regular meal at the end of my day. I'd rather have a regular meal than have to cut back on what on any veg that I decide to put on the plate, which that's the weird part. Even though I know that my meal at the end of the day will not have anywhere near 20 grams of carbs in it, I still do not play with chocolate, play with these, because there's another piece of this puzzle that I haven't even mentioned as I'm thinking here, as I'm telling you this, it reminded me, the cephalic response to sugar is still there. The dopamine response to sugar is still there. And those two things, because I understand, so I accept and I appreciate how my cephalic response to anything sweet right away starts making space for the sugar that I'm eating because it's that poisonous to me. But that, that dopamine hit that I'm going to get that potentially will throw me off the rails and send me chasing sugar again is also there. Because of those two things, carbohydrates are not part of what I chase anymore because I know how dangerous they are for me. Being honest with me has allowed me to take actions. Being honest with yourself will allow you to take actions because your health and your happiness is a long-term project. And I want to know that you guys are working on yours. If you know somebody who could benefit from this message, you really, I want you to share this message, please. Because people need to understand that carbohydrates are not healthy. Uh, people need to understand more importantly that the way that you make decisions about what you're gonna eat and acknowledge any mistakes that you happen to make absolutely impact your health. I love making these videos for you guys. I wanna thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I can't wait to talk to you guys again next week.